0: this morning your people who are set for you we pray that lord you speak to our hearts bless everybody here today and let your name be glorified over our lives we thank you and bless you in jesus only name amen please god bless you wherever you are and i believe that the lord has something great for you and i and this morning we are so honored and we are so privileged to receive from him this morning uh, the Lord has laid a word on my heart to share with you um, this morning. And um, I need to share that word with you to be a blessing to you for our lives not to be the same. In the book of John, chapter number, before we get to the John, please, can we let's look at Matthew chapter number 14. And I'm reading from the verse 22 through 31, Matthew chapter number 14, the verse 22 through 31. God bless you. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat. I mean, the background of the story is about Jesus feeding the 5,000 men, and uh, after feeding them, he asked the disciples to take lead, and uh, on the boat. I mean in the boat to the other side uh, as he dispersed the crowd. Immediately Jesus made his disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. Can you please roll for me? That's verse 22. Now look at the Verse 23. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. They were afraid, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer! It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterious, or very strong, I mean hard, uncontrollable, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, "Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Hallelujah. I'm sharing a message with you this morning entitled, Sinking in His Presence. Sinking in His Presence. I believe that the Lord will speak to our hearts and bless us exceedingly as to receive his word this morning. So, I mean, we know the story about Jesus and the disciples and also the crowd. After feeding the 5,000 people, the Bible says he asked the disciples to take lead in the boat to the other side. And along the way, uh, Bible says while they were on the boat, I mean, there was a great storm. The wind was very mysterious. It was very hard. It was very strong, un- uncontrollable wind, hard one. And they were being tossed, the Bible says, to and fro, up and down and all that. But Jesus, after dispersing the people, was somewhere, went somewhere to pray. In the middle of prayer, um, when he had done, the Bible says, in the fourth watch, that is around 3 a.m. at dawn, uh, he set out to meet them on the sea. And the Bible says, "Whilst the, I mean, the storm was so strong over the people and the, the disciples, while they were in the boat, he set forth and he was walking on the water and um, they thought that it, it was a ghost but little they didn't know that it was Jesus and immediately Jesus spoke to them and calmed their fear and said to them do not be afraid it is I the Lord interestingly in the midst of our challenges in the midst of difficulties he comes in to give us the assurance that I am still with you no matter what you are going through no matter the storm I am the Lord, I'm with you. So he appeared to them and said, please become. I've I'm, I'm not gone anywhere. I've come in the midst of your difficulties. So he appeared to them and that was it. But interestingly, as we go through challenges and difficulties, the Lord speaks to us and gives us the assurance that he will never leave us or he never forsake us. But it is left with you and I to believe whatever he has said to you and I. Sometimes in the midst of difficulties, we forget what the Lord tells us. But he said, when you go through the fires, when you go through the storms, I, the Lord, will be with you. Hallelujah. In Deuteronomy chapter number 31, the verse 6, look at that powerful scripture there. Deuteronomy 31, the verse number 6. Be strong and and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And that is exactly what Jesus did. In the midst of that storm, in the midst of that fear, in the midst of that trembling, Jesus appeared to them. And I want to assure you that the Lord has not abandoned you and he will never abandon you. No matter what you find yourself in, the fear and the challenges and the difficulties, I want to assure you that the Lord is with you and he will not abandon you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we need to realize that. And in the midst of that, Peter said, Lord, if it is you, if it is you, bid me to come. I mean, that's, when I read the scripture, sometimes my heart is really troubled. I don't know why Peter decided to take that risk. He said, if it is you, let me to come. I mean, bid me to come. Ask me to come. But interestingly, Peter was so smart. He did not just say, Lord, if it is you, then I am coming. He said, if it is you, then tell me to come. He didn't want to take any risk. I mean, the risk was a calculated one. He said, Lord, I want to come, but I want to come by your word. Because if you want to take any step by yourself, because in the midst of life, there will be challenges and there will be difficulties. What will keep you going in the midst of trouble is the word of God that he gave to you. So Peter was so smart enough that I can't take this step without the word of the Lord. So Jesus said to him, he said, now you can come. And immediately... The Bible says Peter got out of the boat and stepped up and he began to walk. Now, listen to me, people of God. In the midst of life, in the midst of challenges and all that, you must understand that it's only the word of God that can keep you going. Life is full of challenges. Life is full of difficulty. Life is full of troubles. But what will keep you going? Because a a, a time comes in your life that you realize that money cannot help. The people you know cannot help. You get to certain situations in life, you realize it's only God and his word that can sustain and that can keep you in that situation. I pray that you'll never forget the word of God in your life. And you get to know that no matter what you go through, no matter your situation, it will take only God and his word to see you through. We know what is happening in our world today. This pandemic has affected many people and many lives. But I want to assure you, never forget the word of God. Because in the midst of your darkness, the word of God will give you light. The psalmist said, in your light shall we also see light. If you really want to see the light in the darkness of this world, you need the light of God, which is the word of God. And I appeal to you today, as you go through this challenge and difficulty, please understand, and please understand very well, that what you need is God. What you need is God and his word. Get close to the word of God. And if you get close to this word, he will see you through every challenge and every difficulty in the name of Jesus Christ. I see that grace coming upon you in the name of Jesus. I said, I see that grace coming wherever you can hear my voice. I said, I see that grace coming upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, when you are with Jesus, there is no way, it is not possible for you to sink. But the Peter was sinking. <laughs> In these crucial moments in our lives and in our situations, I believe that the greatest thing that we need is God. And Peter stepped in and he started walking toward Jesus. But as he was walking toward Jesus, when he saw the mysterious, the strong, the hard, the uncontrollable weight. The Bible said he began to shake and he began to sink. Sometimes when I read the Bible, my heart, it beats beats my imagination. How can you stand in the presence of God and still be sinking at the same time? How come? I am in front of Jesus, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who owns all things. The one who created the sea. And he told me to come. I'm with him. And yet standing in his presence, face to face, and yet I am still sinking, I am still going down. Please listen to me. It is possible to sink in his presence. It is possible. Now we don't have the physical presence of Jesus with us. We have his invisible presence with us. But many of us who claim that we have the invisible presence, we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, yet some of us are still sinking. Some of us are still going down. Our hopes are being dashed. We are encountering situations in our lives that we can't control them. But I want us to use the life of Peter as an example. That as you serve God, if you only go by what I'm sharing with you this morning, you will never sink in his presence. You will rise up in every storm. You will rise up in the midst of every challenge and you see the glory of God over your life in the name of Jesus. I see that grace coming upon you wherever you are from your locations. I see that grace visiting you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And immediately, Peter cried for help. He said, Lord, help me. And the Bible said, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him because he was sinking very fast. Interestingly, if only we can call upon him, things will change and things will become better. I see that grace coming upon us in Jesus' name. Now, let me share with, uh, with us this morning what are some of the causes of people of God sinking in His presence. How can we be carrying His presence and yet still be going down and yet being defeated and yet we become so helpless in difficult situations? So let's use Peter as our example this morning. The first thing that we can see from Peter was that that made him to sink the first thing that we we can see is that changed he changed his focus or loosed focus and all of us can understand that it wasn't peter who said he was going i mean who went himself but jesus said to him come so who is calling you it is jesus who has called you it is jesus so who should be your focus it is him he said, come, come. So you are going by the word of God. Not by your own word. But the moment you lose focus about the one who has called you, please understand that you will begin to sink. You will begin to go down. In Matthew 11, 20, listen to what Jesus said. He said, all those who are heavy laden and they are tired, he said, come and I, the Lord, said, come unto me, all you who are labor, and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Look at verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. In other words, he called you to follow him, follow his steps, follow what he tells you to do. Then he said, I will make you, and you will find rest for your souls. So he is the one that we must follow. If you really, really want to do well in life, the one we must follow, if you want to overcome challenges and the difficulties of this life, the one we must follow, the one is, I mean, we must uh, go after is the one who has called you. Peter began to sink when he lost focus about the one who called him. And many a times we sink as children of God, we don't do well as children of God. In the midst of difficulty, our hearts break. We find ourselves in all kinds of mess and all that. Most of the time because we lose focus about the one who has called us. In the midst of difficulties. Because sometimes we begin to focus on ourselves. And we forget about the one who called you. It gets to a point in life that things become so tough and things become so difficult. All your focus about yourself. Now we have shifted the focus from him. And now the focus is on self. How to make it. How to succeed. How to break through. How to achieve this? How to achieve that? How to make this? How to make that? The moment you shift your focus from Him but upon yourself, you realize that you begin to sink. And those who chase after their personal pleasure can never go well. I mean, they can never do well in life. Self. Self. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter number twelve, verse two. the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the Author. The finisher of our faith, your focus and my focus should be on him. When you become self, when you become self-centered, you are serving God because of what you can get, you are serving God because of what you want to achieve, you begin to sink. You will never see what you want to see. hallelujah. in some the book of some of uh, psalm thirty four the verse five, very powerful scripture. let's look at that scripture Psalm thirty four the verse 5. He said, they look unto him and they were radiant and they, they were not ashamed. Hallelujah. They looked unto him. Whenever you look unto God, your focus becomes this God. You'll never be ashamed. I, I want to assure you from wherever you are, as you hear, can hear the sound of my voice, I want to assure you that please don't lose focus about Christ. Let him become your focus. If you look unto men, please you be disappointed. If you look unto men, you'll be ashamed. May God that grace us in the name of Jesus Christ. I see that grace coming upon you in Jesus' name. Sometimes, not only looking onto ourselves, but also we change focus and we begin to also look onto men. When men become your focus, you will start thinking. If you shift your eyes from God, and it's all about men, please let me say, a time will come in our lives that you realize that men cannot help you. Bible says send us help O Lord for the help of man is vain God should be the source of your help God should become your focus in the midst of difficulty let God become your focus let God become the one you are looking on to and the word that the Lord has given to you God men cannot help you it's not about what you you know what you can achieve from others and all that it's not about people it's about this God receive that grace in the name of Jesus one of our mentors shared a story with us some time ago. He said the Lord spoke to him and asked him, How many eyes do you have? He said, Two. He said, Can you use one eye to look up and one eye to look down? He tried it, and it was not possible. Then the Lord said to him, If you are looking onto men, don't pretend as if you are looking onto me. If you are looking onto men, there are some of us that are certain people in our lives, when they are dead, you will also die. Hmm. because they are your focus your focus is your wife, your focus is your husband your focus is your children, your focus I mean one day somebody said I am looking after my children for them to also come and look after me <laughs> but sometimes you realize that it's not your children who, who will take care of you hallelujah your focus should not, your focus should be God hallelujah receive that grace in the name of jesus so we begin to sink we begin to go down i remember some years ago when we began our church um our first fundraising i've shared this at church many times and some of you who are here me know what i'm talking about and um i i i i, I knew a certain woman who i believe that the lord can use to be a great blessing to us because at that time our members were few; oh, we were only about about 11 or 12 or so and i knew that when i sent a letter to this woman at least She will not give us not less than 5,000. I've done all the calculations and everything. But to the glory of God, I sent a letter to her. So, Pastor, thank you very much. God bless you. It's good that you have invited me. I'm coming live. I'm coming live. So, I gave her everything. And I was so excited. God, when I heard that she was coming, my heart was at peace. I rejoiced in my heart. And I knew that God was going to do a miracle. And I was targeting 5,000 cities. God, at least if nobody gives, at least her, she will give us 5,000. Because I know what she had been doing. So by the grace of God, the time came, I called the woman uh, on that day, So, Pastor, don't worry, I'll come. Waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. This woman didn't come. She did not come to the church. And I was so confused. That day, we didn't get, we got uh, just some small money we got. We wanted to buy a land for the church. So, I called her in the evening. She said, Oh, Pastor, I'm sorry. Gave all kinds of excuses. Please, tomorrow morning, come. The moment I heard tomorrow morning, my heart was also rejoiced again. I know that now she has said I should come. Miracle will happen. So I go to her house, and uh, after everything, she said, Okay, praise God. And um, I told her I want to leave. He said, Please wait for me. I'm coming. She went up. She came with a white envelope and gave it to me. As soon as I saw the envelope, it was very light. So I knew that it was a check 5,000 check. <laughs> and uh, she said I'm seeing you I said no please don't worry I can't go myself because I wanted her to leave for me to open the envelope to see if it's the 5000 so as soon as she saw me off at the gate I got out and um, as soon as she closed her door I stood the, at the, in front of her door and I opened the envelope and it was 50 cities <laughs> <laughs> I nearly collapsed <laughs> since that day I decided not to look unto any man for my resource. Hallelujah. May God engrace you not to look unto any man, but unto him alone in the name of Jesus. It's only God that when he abandons you, that your life will be in danger. I pray that no man, no woman, will be able to frustrate your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now the second thing that made Peter to sing, the first one is that change of focus. The second thing, is the storms around him. The challenges, the storm. The Bible says that as he stepped out of the, the boat and stepped on the water and he began to walk, he saw the boisterous the wind was so boisterous; It was noisy. It was strong. It was energetic. The wind and he was so afraid. He was so scared. And the moment he saw the wind, he began to fear. Then immediately, he began to sink. The second thing that made Peter to sink whilst he was in the presence of Jesus was because of the storm. Because of the wind. This scripture talks about life challenges, life difficulties, external forces. People of God, please we must understand that God has not promised us a trouble-free life. Please you must understand. That. There is no promise that God has given to us in the Bible that when you come to me all things will be well. You never go through challenges. No, 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 no. Challenges and difficulties, storms are part of our work with God. Please we must understand that. And we must embrace them as the Lord allows storms and challenges and difficulties to come on our way god knows what what is happening to us he's aware of everything but the point is that if we don't take care our challenges and our difficulties can take us far away from god some can abandon god in the midst of their challenges some would jump i remember there's a particular story in uh, Acts chapter number 28 when paul was arrested and uh, the jews wanted to kill him he made an appeal to appear before caesar in rome From Jerusalem to Rome, very far distance, and listen to what he said. He said, "If you have appealed to Caesar, then Caesar will you go." In the midst of the boat, in Acts chapter twenty-eight, while they were going, Bible said there was a strong storm, wind here and there was furious, very rough. And listen to what I mean. Paul said he said he told the centurion, the soldiers in the boat, said the the Lord spoke to me last night that there will be storms, but anybody who jump out of the ship never secure his life. But if you stay in, you preserve your life. Many a time, when we face through challenges and storms, many of us jump out of God. We jump out of faith. We leave God. We abandon God because we never thought we'll go through challenges. We never go through difficulties. What is happening? People are losing their loved ones. This, I mean, the center of uh, the Catholic Church is in Italy, and that is the most affected place on this planet Earth. I read from the news that over 10,000 people have died in Rome. In Italy. Over 10,000. One day, 1,000 people can die one day. 1,000. The center of the Catholic Church. The center of Christianity. And yet, if care is not taken, people will ask, where is God? And they will lose their faith in God. Because of the storm, because of what is happening. But I want to assure you, no storm will ever be able to, listen to what Paul said. He said, what will separate us from the love of Christ? We have come to the point to believe that nothing can separate. Is is it nakedness? Is it death? Is it hunger? What can separate us from this God? Glory to God. I pray that no storm, no challenge will be able to take you away from God in the name of Jesus. Receive the grace to stand firm and to stand strong. That no matter what, as Job said, he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. For I know that my Redeemer liveth; that He will show up. The Lord will show up. I pray that your God will show up in the last day. He will prove Himself strong on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you will never sink. In the name of Jesus, and whenever you can hear the sound of my voice, I declare over you: Your life will never sink in the name of Jesus. Glory to God! Out of the storms, Peter, cons- I mean, concentrated on the storm, and he began to sink, and yet he was sinking. Many a time, people go through challenges and they end up in the shrine. Yeah? Christians in church. I know somebody who was in church and was having chicken in her back. Right from there, he was going to shrine. God is too slow. Yeah? Storms in marriage. Storms in life. Sicknesses. Sometimes you are serving God. You encounter certain sickness in your life and, and it's like you don't know what to do. People are suggesting all kinds of things. Oh, when you go here, there will be a solution. When you go there, there will be that. When you go here, there will be that. Oh, bring this, do this. You, you go through a lot. We go through a lot of challenges in life. And if care is not taken, even though you are a child of God, you are in His presence. If you don't take the right decision, you realize that you will be sinking. A lady shared a story with me about her personal life. She had been married for over 10 years, looking for issue, looking for a child. And the child was not coming. And according to what she said, she's gone to doctors and all that. Then one day a friend told her that I can, I know somewhere they will give you only herbs and leaves. You boil and you drink and you use some. And in in the shortest possible time, you will conceive. And the lady was so excited. So she gave the money. She said, said, this is what she told me. She said, I gave 50 cities to this lady that you go and get the things for me. So the the lady left, after three days she came back and brought the herbs and those medicines and told her what to do, with how she was supposed to go about it and do all that. Listen to what I'm saying. This is a Christian, a child of God. She believed that God can do anything and yet she gave the 50 cities and the, the medicines were bought. In the night, listen to me carefully, she had a dream that she was carrying a baby in her hand in a shrine. Yeah, and she was presenting the child to that shrine, and the response from the shrine was that we gave you the child, therefore present the child back to us. Then she immediately got to know that I mean, her wisdom, I mean, her senses taught her that it it might be that where these herbs are coming from may not be a right source. Immediately she threw all those things away. After two years, she conceived and she gave birth. Without the herbs, without nothing. Sometimes when, you, sometimes when you see the storms in life, if you don't take care, you make hasty decisions and do things that will negatively affect your life. And you realize that as you take the wrong step in the midst of storm, you realize that you start sinking. When you focus on the storm, when you focus on the trouble, the challenges, you see that your life will be going down. But I pray... That you will never sink in the name of Jesus. You will never go down in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, all things shall work in your good and shall work in your favor. In Jesus' holy name, glory to God. I said glory to God. I see God helping us in the name of Jesus. I said I see God helping us in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Maybe let me look at the last one, in closing. But God willing, next week I'll continue because of time. Just last one. The next thing that happened that made Peter to sink in the presence of the Lord. When you look, the Bible says, when he saw the storm, he began to do what? To fear. When he saw the storm, he began to fear. Wow. Now, when you, I mean, fear took over him when he saw the storm. Fear simply defined from a personal definition, it's a false—I mean—impression. It's a false situation appearing to be right or appearing to be real. The thing is, I mean, y- you see negativity around you, you see bad things around you, but in the midst of that, your mind tells you or your spirit tells you that what you see is the right thing. That is fear. Now, let me ask you when peter saw the storm do you think that peter could have sink in that presence of jesus without a fear no fear makes you to think that the situation that you are encountering will kill you fear makes you to accept that whatever you are encountering you will never go far you will never succeed you will never you i mean you'll never give back we can't overcome this that is fear And before the enemy will do anything in your life to mess you up, he plant the seed of fear in you first. It is one of the greatest weapons of the enemy, the spirit of fear. I quoted this scripture last week. I mean, Job said, what I feared has greatly happened to me. What I fear greatly has happened to me. Your fear has a way of attracting what you don't want to see. And when Peter saw the storm and he began to fear, then he began also to go to sink. So fear is one of the tools that will always sink you. Fear will take you down. You can serve God and still be going down. You can be in his presence and still be sinking if you allow the spirit of fear to torment your life. There is a lot of fear in the system. People are afraid. People are scared. Too much scared. <laughs> but Please let me, tell me, let me assure you. As we take the precautions and all that, don't allow the spirit of fear to torment and to dominate your life. you will be surprised. I mean, you will be surprised that you can, you can do whatever you're supposed to do, but if you allow fear, you can attract what you don't want to see. Receive the grace to deal with every spirit of fear in your life in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. In First John chapter number 4, the verse 18. I love what the scripture says i mean john said 1 john chapter number 4 verse 18 in conclusion give me the original king james he said there is no fear in love but perfect fear cast out. i mean perfect love cast out fear because fear has what torment and he that feareth is not made perfect fear has a way of tormenting your life fear has a way of messing up your life and messing up your destiny He has a a way of controlling your life. You are not of yourself. Not yourself. Fear can even kill you more than even the virus itself. There are some people that when they begin to sneeze, hey, I think I've gotten the (laughs) thing. When they begin to cough more, (coughs) corona. Fear. It's a spiritual thing, and when you begin to walk in fear, it will bring to you what you don't want to see. Receive the grace to overcome every fear in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Take the precautions, do whatever you're supposed to do, wash your hands, use sanitizers, create a distance, and all. But yet, at the same time, I want to challenge you this morning don't allow fear to dominate your life. Some of you, when we look at you, you are too fearful. But I pray the Lord, to deliver us from that fear in the name of Jesus. Let's look at some few scriptures, what the Bible says about fear. In, con- in conclusion, Isaiah, I mean, let's look at Psalm, uh, 118, six, Psalm 118, the verse 6. Psalm 118, the verse 6. Psalm 118, the verse 6. Please hurry up. My time is up. He said, the Lord is my side. Is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Hallelujah. Psalm 23, the verse 4, David said, when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. Because the Lord is what? The Lord is with me. Psalm 27, the verse 1, look at what it says. Psalm 27, verse 1, very powerful scripture there. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Look at verse 2. Ah, glory to God. When the wicked came against me, when coronavirus came against me, all kinds of sickness, negative situations came against me, to eat me up and my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they will stumble and they did what? They will fall. May God cause all your enemies to fall before you in the name of Jesus. As you stand in boldness to confront any difficult situation in your life, I see God causing all your enemies to fall before you in the name of Jesus. Please let me tell you God is not tired in telling, always telling you to be not be afraid. He's not always. He's not tired. He's always telling us, "Do not be afraid. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. From today, fear will never make you to sink. I say you will never sink in His presence. As we serve Him and walk in His ways, as you believe in His word, I see things becoming better for you. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Wherever you are, just stand to your feet, and as I pray with you right now, briefly in the name of. Please say after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare this morning. That my life is never the same. I declare that my life will never sink. In the midst of any difficulty, in the midst of any challenge, I decree my victory in you over this situation. In the name of Jesus. Please, one minute, lift up as I begin to talk to God. Right, talk to God. Wherever I can hear the sound of my voice, some few seconds, pray. Oh, glory to God lift up your voice and pray talk to god right now talk to god talk to god you are not sinking you are not going down your life is going up in the name of jesus in the name of jesus all the forces that make your life to sink are crushed from today in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father in the name of jesus once again we want to pray we are asking god for his protection divine covering over your life over your family and all that concerns you every member of Christ's jubilee we are asking for god's protection to be double over us in the name of jesus little of us begin to pray right now pray for the nations pray for our country pray for all those who are not well pray that the lord will protect and preserve us in the name of jesus and let's speak against this virus we cast it to the roots in the name of jesus we speak that it disappear from the atmosphere disappear from the planet in the name of Jesus lift up your voice and pray libra basonda basanda bakadoza pradeba reta baba sonda bakadia taf ah brani makonde alabra ni masonda basanda bakatia libra de kadousa taba, na masonda bakadia disappear 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 from the face of the earth in the name of Jesus oh oh brani bikadousa tabasanda bakadozi ya tabareba reta leberinda imandozi yakabale na disappear disappear thank you jesus 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 thank you jesus, thank you, jesus. faith in god is on his faith in god oh he, he watch over, over his own, own. He cannot fail. Oh, we, we must, must prevail. prevail. Lift up your voice and sing wherever I can hear the sound of my voice. Have faith, faith in God, have faith, faith, faith in God. Have faith in God. May the Lord watch over you in the name of Jesus. Watch over your children. Watch over your husband. Watch over your wife. Watch all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Watch over the nations in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Oh, perfect. for the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous one unto you and they are saved. For thou shalt show me the path of life. In thy presence there is fullness of joy. No sinking and places evermore Father we decree in the name of Jesus let every force of the enemy against your people every force that causes us to sink that causes us not to do well be cast to the root in the name of Jesus I rebuke every demonic attack every force of the enemy against your people in the name of Jesus we decree our victory we decree our success we decree our lifting above this challenge, above these problems and other issues ahead of us in the name of Jesus I decree the Lord gives you the victory in your marriage The victory in your career The victory in your health The victory in any negative situation you find yourself in In the name of Jesus We decree victory over this coronavirus In the name of Jesus We cast it to the roots In the name of Jesus We speak to the root of it We decree disappear From the face of the earth In the name of Jesus We decree that the Son has set us free And we are free indeed we decree every limitations broken in the name of jesus and i pray over you right now wherever you can hear the sound of my voice may the lord visit you your life will never go down your destiny will never go down your health will never go down receive the assurance that no matter what you are going through no matter what you are facing god is still with you never forget the word of god that is what will keep you in the midst of storms never forget what god has told you hold on to him and remember That is the one who can see you through this challenge and beyond. Receive that grace right now. May the Lord sustain you. May the Lord preserve you. Your home, your children, your family, and all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Wherever I can hear the sound of my voice once again, I want to pray with you. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to accept him as your Lord and personal savior. He loves you. You want to change your life. You want to make your life better. Please, wherever you are, just pray this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. I thank you for my life. I know I am a sinner. Because of my sins, you came to die for me. From today, I invite you into my heart. Be the Lord over my life. I will serve you, and I will follow you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name.